Good morning, PML. It is your boy, Is Nefarious, here, and I have the breakfast show for you. We got the breakfast crew in the building. We got D Lloyd in the damn building. D Lloyd, say hello to the people. Yo, what's going on, PML fans? Your boy, D Lloyd. We are back. Another episode, man, and we're starting off the week strong, hopefully. Yeah, not too strong for D Lloyd as I'm watching him get his ass whooped <laughs> by uh, FCS West. Oh, New Mexico State, bro, getting work. Oh, oh what a throw! What a throw! <laughs> uh, we also got, uh, we also got Hefe in the building. Hefe, say hello. What's going on, BML? Happy Monday! You know, holidays over with. Time to get back to life. Yeah, time to get back to life. That's right. Uh, we also got HD in the building. HD, say hello. Hello. So, um, yeah. somebody just joined. It was Ant. We have the breakfast show for you. I'm still sick. Cafe is getting sick, so everybody is uh, everybody's one for it. Right now. Um, everybody's we, have, we have first episode of New Year. That's right, JD. First episode of New Year. So uh, I don't see JT. You forgot to put the A B out for uh, me, D Lloyd, and A Rod. Mainly me and D Lloyd for being so consistent with the breakfast <laughs> show and being on all the time. Um, but you know, I'll, I'll let it slide. Uh, just make sure you get that out as soon as possible. Um, we have a lot to talk about yesterday. We had some, uh, drama in the chat that we're going to touch on. Um, uh, we're not going to touch on drama himself. I'm talking about the drama that was in the chat. Uh, we also got games to talk about. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about because we also had advance this past week. Speaking of that, I want to get into, uh, the standings for our PML uh, breakfast show pick them. Right now, A Rod is in first at 37 and 8. Uh, I'm in second at 34 and 11. Hefe in third at 33 and 12. And then Deloid wraps it up in last place at 32 and 13. So there we go. Setting uh, up the great D- comeback, man. Deloid fucking <laughs> sucks is pretty much what you get making out of that. A, making good entertainment, you know what I mean? Setting up the comeback nice and early. Um, Mm-hmm. Um and so far in week four, um we had a few games that that were played. Uh, one of the games is the Chiefs and the Dolphins. I know that was recreated. Did anybody watch it? Um, watch the game. Uh, what's game? The uh Chiefs and Dolphins. I know they had to recreate at one. No, point. I know they tried to play like Saturday, right? And then they end up playing yesterday. That what happened there? Yeah, yeah. They uh, yeah. recreated and played yesterday. So I guess maybe Saturday got disconnected or something, and then they yeah, it was like something with the internet or something. Yeah, the internet didn't work. Yeah, so I'm just looking at it now. Uh, Salvin Am, uh, Salvin Ahmed, uh, had nine carries, yards in the touchdown. Um, leads the league in receiving somehow, some way. I gotta love that Miami Dolphins offense. Um, but Kansas City Chiefs comes out. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs come out on top, fifty-eight to thirty-one. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was 20 for 25, 313, two touchdowns, no interceptions, so a really good game from him. Uh, Philip Lindsay has taken over as the number one back in KC. He had 107 yards and two touchdowns himself. And then Travis Kelsey was seven receptions, 133 yards and a touchdown. Travis Kelsey has been a uh, a monster for, um, for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs so far this year. 
how do you feel about DK? Uh, you've played him. Uh, you know, he the one loss he has is to Z so far on the season. And I think it came down to, uh, you know, the last drive where Z ended up breaking off a good run to, to win it. So how do you feel play. about – yeah. <laughs> How do you how do you feel about uh, DK? Uh, D- he's in your division. Uh, I think he's solid. I think he's a good player. Um, um, obviously, you'll see what his true capabilities are once he gets his custom. I believe he has what two more games before he gets his custom or something like that. So uh, he knows what he's doing for sure. So I'm interested to see you know full full power uh, DK because he keeps talking about his uh. It's custom, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see yeah. Uh, how it how it changes. But go ahead, Hefe. You know, I was gonna say the same thing. You know, shout out to him. I know we've looked at a few games. We see some of the plays he runs are, you know, uh, not not as mixed in because he doesn't have his custom. So shout out to him. He's you know he's beating some some pretty good players. Uh, you know, running a stock playbook. Uh, so he's doing his thing, and I'm like D. Lord. I, you know, I want to see what he does when he does get that uh, that custom playbook. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, hopefully, he's not rushing too up in uh, uh, nine inches coverage like D. Lord is right now. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> D. Lord's unsim. Uh, this is actually the stock play, sir. But, hey, uh, the Chiefs, you know, I've been having a good season. And, you know, some people will question how he would look with uh, as the Chiefs. And so far, so good. We'll see how the season continues. You know, it's still early on. He still has to play uh, K-Mac and the Broncos and, you know, teams like guys like that to really see where he is at. He already lost that game to Z. So um, it's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, but this is a good win against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, definitely could help later on in the season because I could see him in uh, Fallen fighting for a wild card position uh, at the end. But Fallen's not looking too good. He now moves to one and three, and it looks like his schedule is really tough based on uh, what we're seeing. He had the Titans, he had the Packers, he had the Patriots, and he had the Chiefs, and he could easily be. 0-4. The one loss he had, the one win he has is against the Titans that came in OT. Uh, next, he's got the Lions. Then he's got the, the 49ers and the Steelers. Uh, then he's got the Ravens for a rematch there. Um, but definitely uh, definitely not a, a good start to the season, but it looks like his, his schedule lightens up a little bit for him moving forward. But uh, definitely a tough, tough start. Um. Yeah, which, which is the wrong division? Which is the wrong division to get a tough start in with problem and Bubba in that division? It's going to be hard to make up for that. Yeah, and uh, problem. I think yeah, problem is actually undefeated right now. But Bubba has a couple tough losses that he had. Uh, moving on, I had the Cowboys going against Cincinnati Bengals. The Cowboys are undefeated. The four and the Cincinnati Bengals now moved to one and three. Uh, just taking a look at this game, uh, Dak Prescott had 245, three touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Joe Burrow, 219, two touchdowns, three interceptions. I mean, looking at this game, uh, I did watch this game, and the Bengals legit run the same plays. I wonder if somebody's going to hit his sim score at some point. Um, there's a few things that you could hit his sim score for. Um, I wonder if somebody's going to do it. Uh, but he runs the same plays, one. 
and then he also calls goal line uh, at the fifty yard line. A fifty yard line when it's uh, like a third and one situation, he'll call goal line. I saw him actually do it like three times yesterday against uh, CEO, and I was like, "Well, you're not supposed to be calling this unless you're inside the five, right? Is that the rule?" Uh, JT can confirm. I think it's inside the five. You have to be to call goal line offense. Uh, something like that. I don't know the exact the exact uh, thing. Oh, you can't but... call it at the fifty. I know for sure you can't call it. At the 50. <laughs> uh, that's isn't that sim? <laughs> but I, I think if if no one hit his sim score yet, obviously I don't know. If no one hit his sim score yet, I don't know if they're ever going to hit it because yeah. his offense is literally the same offense that it was last year. He runs that mesh play, and then he runs the mesh with the corner to chase. And yeah. then he runs the ends with the corner to the tight end. And that's pretty much the offense. And then he gives it to Joe Mixon. So there's yeah. not a lot of diversity in his offensive play calling. So if no one hit his uh, score by now, I'd be surprised if we see someone hit it. So uh, JT doesn't even know his own rule book. So that's, that's a, uh, you know, that's I mean, in his defense, you know, we change it. We add 50 rules every <laughs> offseason. So. He needs to be better and own it as a rule book. Uh, but, yeah, I was watching it. It was a, a lot of the same plays. It was pretty easy for, uh, you know, CEO. He didn't have to do much. Um, he, he he rolled out a lot with Joe Burrow. He ran the same plays. And, you know, uh, HD, do you know, uh, if you're back, what does, do you know uh, what the goal line rule is for offense? Is it only he, inside he, the 10? He just uh... – can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He just put it in, in chat. It says, may only be used within 10 yards of the goal line or inches to go. Uh, Well, it was like third and two or third and one, sir. That's not inches to go, sir. Just saying. That's also fair to the, to the book. That is fair. If you want to throw the book at us, that's just, uh, you know, word of the book. He did not have inches to go on both plays. Uh, I think he had inches to go maybe on the second play, but the first play he definitely did not. Um, but that's, that's interesting. Um, I wonder if somebody will hit his, uh, his sim score for it. Uh, somebody tell Bacon that the breakfast show is live. Um, but he moves to one and three, uh, really helping out, uh, the AFC North, uh, CEO did this week. So shout out to CEO on that. Uh, moving on, we had the NFC South matching up. We had the New Orleans Saints uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and it looks like nobody wants to win win this division as both teams are now one and three. The Saints just lost to the Buccaneers, uh, you know, moving to one and three, and then the Buccaneers get their first win on the season. So uh, Spencer Rattler was twenty one of thirty, two ninety, and one interception. Drew Locke was twenty one uh, twenty one and thirty, two fifty four, two touchdowns, three interceptions, and I know. Uh, I heard one of the shows talk about it. Just in the NFC South, they were talking about the passing in the NFC South. I'm gonna actually try to pull it up right now. I like I believe they they teams they just their teams like how many uh, interceptions they throw. Okay. I don't get. I said NFC South, and it's got, for some reason, it's got Trevor Lawrence over here. Sir, Trevor Lawrence is not in the NFC South. He's in the AFC South. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know. know. Okay. 
but um they they lead the the league in pretty much interceptions is basically what they had like 28 between two coaches so, so between so the I'll let you answer David's question. I'll I'll let you answer his question. Dad. He would. Yeah, no, I was asking like who was the interceptions between said between the two coaches and I said who? I think Mally and Cammy. Oh, okay. Um how are how are the guys looking at Manly traded for? Uh well, Drew Locke has seventeen interceptions. So I just wanted to go through this already. Has seventy seventeen interceptions. Um, Zach Wilson has seventeen. Drew Locke has seventeen. Uh, Tua uh, has sixteen. Spencer Rattler has fifteen. So you got um you got thirty two interceptions just between Tampa Bay and New Orleans. Um, then you got Atlanta who has. Eight right now, so uh, that's forty interceptions just in the NFC South, and then Cam Newton has seven, and I don't know if JT's played anybody else. So forty-seven interceptions just coming from the NFC South right now. Wow. I mean, I can't say anything. I've thrown like twenty picks this season, but um. Uh, it's, oh, Bryce Perkins also has an interception, so that's another one in the NFC South. And is there anybody else in the NFC South? No. That's it. So forty-eight interceptions from the NFC this season. That's a wild number. Um, <laughs> Do they uh, all hit it? Or oh yeah, just... that's definitely that's definitely. Uh, HD had a, a turnover. Um, I, I don't think it is though. With the NFC had, stuff, it, well, it, it helps. It's definitely helping. Um, it's not making it easier for them. Ball hawk off, the, the number's probably a little lower. Um, but, you know, you're seeing it with ball hawk on. Like, there's some interceptions where guys are warping in front of receivers to get interceptions. I I know I had, like, a couple against Mally, so there's, there's one I'm talking about. I know Justin Lane warped in front of Mike Evans for an interception because I held triangle. Um, I had a safety that warped in front of uh, Chris uh, Chris Godwin, I think it was, to get an interception because I held triangle. So I'm not saying it's, you know, not influencing the numbers to the extreme extent, but it's definitely influencing the numbers. Um, I will I will show you these warped interceptions. I will definitely show you when I get when I get a uh, a chance, I will show you. Um, I will say uh, going on to the next game. Uh, shout out to the Bucks for winning the game. Uh, you know that was that was needed. That was necessary. Um, the next game, the Cleveland Browns played the Pittsburgh Steelers, and obviously, me and HD played. Uh, HD came out with the win forty thirty. Um, I think I had four. He had four interceptions in this game. He had three. So plenty of interceptions. I will say, trying to think of any ball hawk related interceptions. I think the one that might have been ball hawk related was probably the Nolan Smith one. Um, I, I want to say I want to say that Minka catch that you had. Over, oh, that could have um, been. That but he been one he has he. I think he has pick artists. So I mean, you can't really tell because they always get warped shit when they have abilities. So it's yeah. hard to. It's hard to exactly. judge. Like I even said that yesterday. Like 
I did it. Oh, what did I had? It was it was the pick before that, the pick that I got on you. Um, I I said you know that I said that's ball hawk. It might have been the Nolan Smith one, and then I threw it right back, and I'm like, eh. and like I could tell the difference just because he had abilities. I'm like, well, that's not ball hawk. He just has a pick artist ability that he's he's just gonna win the one on one every time. Yeah, there was one uh, I think last season. No, actually, it was this season where I. I threw a slant and I I had uh Trey, Trey White in the first game absolutely dive right in front of Amari Cooper for interception. I was like, oh, Letty Bullock, that's just Amari Cooper being Amari Cooper. Um, but in our game, um, just to talk about it a little bit, um, HD sent good pressure. He got a he got a sack fumble that led to a uh, short field uh short field position. He ended up scoring on that, uh, going up seven, and then uh, the next drive. Uh, there was a throw by Jared Goff, and I was kind of confused as the the way it broke down. I ran a little mesh concept because I read man, and I had separation with Amari Cooper. He had a step or two on. Uh, I forgot was it Newsom or was it Greedy Williams? Do you remember HD? Might have been no. Newsom. No, I don't remember oh, which it was, one. It was it was it was, it was Newsom. I'm looking around, he had the interception for a touchdown. Well, I had step two on him, and then. Jared Goff's throw led uh, Amari Cooper upfield. So as he went upfield, your cornerback came underneath, intercepted it, took it to the house for a touchdown. So I was like, all right, you know, that is what it is. And, um, you know, that's pretty much what put HD in a driver's seat. And, you know, he didn't really look back from there. Um, just taking a look at some of the stats, uh, I did throw for 494 yards. Uh, 168 yards to Amari Cooper. He's been a great addition. Uh, Gronkowski had 140 himself. Uh, I had three receivers with over 100 yards. Uh, you had Anthony Schwartz that had 140 and three TDs. He actually, he absolutely. Goes. He had like, yeah, he had like 10 catches, and it wasn't even like schemed up that way. It just, it just happened. Yeah, he I think was I just, just open. happened with his speed. Yeah, he was just open. Um, but <laughs> excuse me. Uh, but anything you want to touch in touch on in the game? Before we no, move on to the next not not really. No. I mean, yeah, it was a, you, it was a fun one. I mean, yeah. HD was balling. They need the helmet off, and you almost came back. So that is true. I I I was up by three <laughs> scores most of the time. Um, didn't take the helmet off. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't I don't know why I did. You know? <laughs> but, it uh, it makes sense. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's it. It was the helmet. It was the helmet. Yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, good win from HD. Uh, you know, now he has to chase down the Ravens. He already played the game against the Ravens. He needs to get a win there. Um, I moved to one and three. He moves to two and two. Uh, but the next game was the AFC East matchup. We had the Patriots beating the Jets forty-four to zero. I mean, I said this for but. And problem stream this, problem stream this on his main channel in front of hundreds of people. It's it's one thing to get blown out. Um, it's another thing to not score any points. In my opinion, and uh, you gotta you gotta at least put something on the board, man. I you mean, his, his his first drive was he went for it on fourth down. He ran a play action pass out of goal line and threw it to yeah. like a lineman. I was like, "Yeah, this game's over." 
Tough. I mean, in his defense, the guy who just got shut out a couple weeks ago, it just be like that sometime. You know what I mean? Oh, you did? <laughs> wow, you're a bum. You're a bum. <laughs> I can't out. score. You know what I mean? Yeah. It looks like he kept throwing at Devin McCourty, who has abilities. I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, he's got an X factor, and he he got he gave him three picks. He's got zone hawk, pick artist, and deep in so, uh, zone knockout. So he, uh, he just up. it just it just rolls downhill, man. And we can't get yeah. that. So uh, he he streamed that on his uh, his main channel. Yeah, they they wanted to see what the sim life was about, and that that that's what, that's, what he, that's what he got. Convenient. Yeah, it's it, it's dope. Yeah, it, it's dope. But at the same time, that that was not the game that you want displayed yeah. displayed in front of hundreds of people. Um, and that I mean, nothing against a rub. I'm sure there's better games that problem. Well, he he doesn't know any better. Obviously, he doesn't really know anyone. But there's games where we could have been. Like, hey, you might want to hold off like another week or two. <laughs> he had to. Wait, uh, in JT, a slump. JT had to go put a uh, a league statement out of that game. Like this is not what we're about in the in the Twitch. This is not how we are. Please um, tune into this game or this game. Uh, there's there's better ones to tune into. Um, but oh, you know, really? Uh, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but I, I, I wouldn't put it by him. Like, <laughs> you know, but uh, this is not an example of PML football. <laughs> I apologize to all of the people watching. Um, but just taking a look, he had six interceptions with Zach Wilson. He took him out and really didn't get anything going. Uh, Damian Harris was three on the other side. Uh, he had six receptions for 116 yards. He also had 125 rushing yards, and he used uh, used Damian Harris exclusively in this game. So, very interesting. Um, moving on, though, uh, other games this week, uh, we the Seahawks beating the Vikings 48-24. to Actually, a um, eye-opening win, I think, uh, when it comes to the Seahawks. Um, they didn't really count his win against Goose because I, I watched that game and I was like, all right, Goose is legit handing this game over to uh, the Seahawks. This game is more interesting to me uh, just because I don't think the Vikings have been playing bad necessarily. Did anybody watch this? No, I they, think they were playing, I think, close to the same time I was playing. Or right that, after I played, something like that. You played on a Vince night because I'm pretty sure this was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so did they. So did they. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, but I know the score yeah. got bad at the end. Uh, I think it was more of a, a prove-it game for Drama. Like, Drama knew he had to win this game if he wanted, you know, any shot trying to get that division. So I think he had, like, that pressure on him to go in there and get uh, get a win. And he mm-hmm. did, especially everybody, you know, laughing at him for the DK trade. So I think he has to you know, try to prove that he's fine without DK, so. Yeah. Yeah, um, Tyler Lockett had a good game. I mean, he still has Tyler Lockett, but still, DK's DK, bro. You don't trade DK. Um, You could say what you want about the Tom Brady trade to the Broncos, but Tom Brady's aging. He's on the last year of his deal. Uh, getting something for him now is better um, than him just retiring on you. DK is not retiring, and he's one of the most dynamic wide receivers you can have in Madden. So, um, 
it's it's a stupid trade and it's probably the dumbest trade in PML history. Besides besides that, uh, Justin Shorter for uh for um what's his face uh Khalil Mack last season, right, Deloitte? No, yeah, bro, that's, that's the worst all time. <laughs> I don't um, care what happens. Well, speaking <laughs> about Deloitte, uh, Deloitte with a big win. Looks like you're gonna stick around uh for yeah, another man. season. Uh, you beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, who just come off a extreme high where they, uh, you know, they beat um, Mole and the Colts. Come up, play you, and they get a loss, thirty-seven to twenty-four. You want to talk about your game and what transpired in that? Um, I won because of ball hawk. So, uh, but no, <laughs> like being so serious, bro. I feel like I got bailed out so many times in that game. I needed a win, um, just because. Obviously, I know it was more of a rebuilding year, but I needed to, you know, make sure I I was back. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I got to at least get a win. So um, it was good to finally just get that that dub. Um, it was literally a game where my guys were just catching everything, bro. Like literally everything on defense. Like on defense. You know what I mean? Like I didn't. I wish I could take credit for it, bro. But nah. Like my dudes just jumping in front of everything. Going up over receiver, <laughs> like they, they were ball and go get the ball. So I think we had like seven interceptions that game. So uh, the fact that I guess it got somewhat close at the end, you know, with forcing seven turnovers to show you that I should not have won that game. I pulled out everything, but I used a fake field goal to score. I used a fake punt to get a first down. Like I was trying to just win. Just to get my first win. So <laughs> I, saw, so, I saw someone in the uh, chat reference. The fact that you're not scared to play man against T-Bandit uh, was the reason why you won. So w- would you say you called a lot of man? I mean, scared? Uh, okay, I'm not scared to run man or too dumb to run zone. I don't know which one you prefer. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> a man, man up like, team, bro. You didn't hear him? You know what it is, bro. I heard you on the um, talking about it on the um, – red zone like bro why are you going cover one or why are you going cover two man in this situation you know what it is i'm not trying to fool nobody i'm manning you the fuck up and we balling bro <laughs> so <laughs> you only ran the ball four times yeah no it was a it was a passing game bro yeah right in so um you talked about running uh, T looked really bad, you know, seven interceptions. Uh, Darnell Moss had eight receptions, 130 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Darrell also had a 135 yards. I see Derek Carr was your starter in this game. Now, um, yeah. what, you know, after three weeks of dealing with a rookie, you said, you know, enough's enough. We got a big so, move. Uh, no, so, so, what happened is the two weeks, we both, if the running you have to be accurate. He just doesn't have it. I'll get him there. I'll dev him up. He'll be there. He'll be fine. But he was taking morale hit like along the way, and I was like, nah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think he played the last game of like a sixty-four overall, some wild shit. Yeah. I was like, nah, bro. <laughs> nah, like I can't do this. So I put in Derek Carr. Um, I don't have. There's no future for Derek Carr here. I'm sorry, bro. This is it. His, this is an audition for another team. Um. So last week, I did not run the run and shoot. So this is my first week running the run and shoot back with Derek Carr. Um, so I don't know if that helped in any capacity or yeah. not. But um, he's going to be the guy until 
probably until next year, like regardless of what happens. I think I'll just roll with him and then we'll bring back Jaden. Unless an injury happens, of course. Um yeah. we'll bring back Jaden next year. But Jaden will be our quarterback the the last three years of the cycle. There you go. Build on Jaden uh uh Jaden. Um but you know, we gotta get those attribute requests done uh done Deloitte. You know, yeah, we talked yeah, about I'm, this. I'll get them, I'll get them done, bro. Yeah, but when yeah, you got yeah, a quarterback yeah. that makes seven hundred thousand dollars, you are our franchise guy, sir. We are exploiting yeah, exactly. the heck out of that contract. <laughs> I'm just I'm just happy that we got rid of throw power so you can't get a quarterback for seven hundred thousand so dollars. Get him to ninety four throw power the game I threw all those interceptions. I got an upgrade. I did field general because I'm trying to get his accuracy up. And he gets plus one throw power. So now there his throw power is a ninety-one. So really, there I don't know. I think I, I think I lucked out over Willis. There you go. <laughs> there you go. A lot cheaper, and you still get a lot the power. And, and sign Trayvon Mullen to a seventy million dollar deal. And after signing him to the seventy million dollar deal, we still have one hundred and forty million in cap space. Yeah, see, it's working out. They talk so, all that shit about Malik Willis. You you got Malik Willis in the fourth round. Uh, you know, he's got about that Will Levis. That's fucked up. Yeah, I want a Will so, Levis, bro. I mean, they both should have been close to the same price. Will Levis should be your future quarterback, bro. He about be $700,000, too. Um, <laughs> But, you know, moving on to the next game, we had the Arizona Cardinals losing to the San Francisco 49ers 26 to uh, 26, 23 to 16. Uh, Cardinals moved to one and three. Forty Niners moved to two and two. Um, and Trey Sermon, Trey Sermon, over a hundred yards. Th- you know, not a lot of yards per carry in this one. But I was looking at him uh, before my game yesterday uh, in my stream. Like I was going over the league stats, and he averages about before this game. He was averaging about seven to eight yards per carry. And I'm like, how is this man averaging say seven to eight yards per carry? You look at him. He's uh six foot, two fifteen, eighty-six speed, ninety-six excel, ninety agility, right? Like, all right, you know, you know, he's slow, maybe he breaks a lot of tackles. Um, he has ninety-five carrying, so he doesn't let go of the ball. Uh break tackle eighty-two. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, bro, what are you like what is going on where eighty-two break tackle and eighty-six speed is you know Ending up with eight yards per carry. Something he's doing in that run game. Uh, he was talking about it, you know, with the run game. He said, uh, what was it? Uh, bang, bend, or bounce. I think he was talking about with the zone run concept. So uh, he, he's mastered it. And, you know, the story of this game was Trey Sermon. He ran the ball uh, 31 times, had 109 yards and two touchdowns. And... I think that's pretty much what the deciding factor was. Trey Lance has been playing all season. I don't know when he made the switch, if he made it last season or, you know, yeah, the start did. of this season. I think towards the middle end of last season he made it. Uh, sorry, he's got five touchdowns, interceptions. It's all going through the right game. I don't know how many rushing yards he really gets with them. But, um, yeah, he, he's got 76 rush yards on on the season. I mean, he's got 87 speed, I think 90 excel, if I'm not mistaken. I had him up just a second ago. 87 speed, 90 excel, 87 agility. I feel like um, he's another one, and he has 95 throw power. I wonder if he went to a skills camp. Was he always 95? I think he might have been 93. 
But now, now he's, he's 95 throw to a camp, yeah. Yeah, he's probably he was probably 93. Now he's 95 throw power uh with with a, a good amount of speed. So pretty much um he got he got his own Malik Willis uh, draft to go when they drafted Trey Lance. It was a very athletic draft class last draft class. Um but Trey Lance could be a, a problem moving forward. De- depends on how he develops them. Uh, moving on, we had the NFC South, the Carolina Panthers, and the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons pretty much blowing them out, forty-one to twenty-four. Uh, Cam Newton had three touchdowns, four interceptions, three hundred thirty-one yards uh, uh, through the air. Matt Corral had a really good game, four hundred twenty-four yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Uh, just taking a look, and yeah, Matt Corral was pretty much the story. Kyle Pitts had 160 yards on seven receptions and a touchdown. And Calvin Ridley finally got involved in his offense uh, with five receptions, 151 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Justin Shorter, JT, you 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 dev hunting right now? You you dev hunting, JT? Fucking Shorter, bro. Just Justin Shorter had 15 catches, 128 yards, and two touchdowns, sir. That that was a blowout, and every other everybody everybody else's uh, eyes was a blowout. You just threw the ball 15 times. Probably more than 15. You had 15 receptions, 128 yards, two touchdowns. This this man is selling out to uh to get this man some some dev. I like it. I like it, JT. No, do you, JT? So when you trade him season four for Khalil Mack to the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> so when you trade him for Khalil Mack. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great uh great storyline for Deloitte again. I don't know um, if my heart could take any more shorter trades, man. <laughs> You're gonna kill this man. You're gonna kill this man. <laughs> um, but we have plenty to talk about. Yesterday, uh, we have the prediction show. Uh, drama saying that HD and I don't care about the league, and um, <laughs> yeah, uh, coming from drama, it's tough to to hear. Especially when you sell off your best player because you uh, can't compete. So you say, I'm going to give my best player to somebody else so they could possibly compete. As like I said, I said in a chat, but that's like telling another grown man, hey, have sex with my girl because I can't satisfy her. Like, that's the same shit. You telling me you can't compete. So I'm going to give I'm going to give my best player. to. Yeah, that's he, he legit said. I can't compete, so I'm gonna give my best player to somebody like verbatim, else. Like, or are you just verbatim, like... verbatim, <laughs> verbatim? That's what he said in his in his address to league. Uh, that's pretty much what he said. So yeah, so he he legit traded DK. Oh, and it was I didn't evil. know that. <laughs> that's that's legit why he traded DK. And then he he talked about his contract, but his contract wasn't going to be that that heavy. So I don't want to hear about his contract. Um, but you know, I had to take you know you don't care about the league and all that stuff. Like, you could say I suck, that's cool, but the, uh, you don't care about the league is kind of where where I draw the line on that. Um, <laughs> but you know, I know Q kind of agreed with some of the points he made, but I'm pretty sure Q was high and was just vibing out anyway. So I'm not even going to hold it against him. And I know Wimmy didn't agree with any of the points he made, um, besides the fact that it shouldn't be the game of the week, based on what Q said. Um, 
But, you know, drama be wild, drama be sleeping half the season and then come up uh cute yeah, say key. Uh, but drama be sleeping half half the season, then come out and say some wild shit and become rev- re- relevant again. Uh, but go back to sleep, drama. You're all set. You don't have to become re- relevant. I think the league's fine right now. Um, but we also had um, a talk yesterday in chat about content, and I've been recently doing a YouTube series, and now I'm doing a uh, creative stream as well. So in my YouTube series, I do about 15 to 20 minutes of off the field, like storylines, stuff like that, and then do like five minutes of game film. Mm. Now, based on the content rules, there's no issue with me submitting both a stream and a YouTube series. Now, if I was doing my own highlights and then doing a YouTube series that had the same highlights in it, then you have you have an issue. Uh... I when I used to do both, I couldn't do both. I could only submit one. That's what they well, told was me that. Uh, I couldn't get points for like the stream and then going back and then make doing a YouTube series or some shit like that. I legit make my YouTube series more off field than on field, like for a reason. Um yeah, so D, uh, JT said it depends if they were edit or not. So I don't know if you just submitted your stream cut up in, in the YouTube series. I don't know if that was the case. Uh, but I would say, like, I, I make no, the, like, my own. Like, yeah, like, I don't know. I legitimately, like, made my, like, I don't know if you ever watched any of my series video. Like, I was going through all my shit. I was then just turn on like the record at the end like it, it was different stuff but it would be like i would just turn on the record then i would also be live like during the gameplay i was live and then you know what i mean yeah. i will cut that up into the game i mean it didn't really matter here or there. i just know you're talking about the rules and i just know that's at one point that i couldn't you know that's what i was told so i don't know so like like i said i i did what I can to make it different as much as possible. And I'm pretty sure, like, uh, Code says he watches, like, every video, and he said it's his stream and his the YouTube series is completely different. Because on stream, you know, I'm just talking specifically about that game. I do um, graphic, like, I do a, the graphics for the game. Uh, then I'll do graphic, uh, graphic for the starting lineup on offense and defense. Um, you know, up-to-date rankings on both my offense and defense. And, you know, I'll do the game. I'll do the post-game as well, going through the stats. Um, in my YouTube series, starting this season, um, like, I instead of even doing highlights of my game, I kind of stole the idea from uh, uh, Hype Mike, where he was doing film room. And basically what I do is I'll go to the film room and talk about play and how I broke down. And that's what I kind of use for my series. So I, 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 I think it's two different things. Like the way the broadcast in my YouTube series. The YouTube series is more for the off-field stuff and the mindset type of thing. The broadcast is more like on the field. You're watching the game and you're listening to me. I'll try to interact as much as I can. You listen to me, what I thought about a play or something like that. Um in the moment so i don't know 
it doesn't matter to me if you want i'll just submit graphics and still get the points somehow some way uh, if y'all want to play that game um i'm pretty good at it um <laughs> but you know we'll we'll see do we have we'll to play see. games in pml why do we have to play pml games i don't know i don't know uh cook brought it up i don't think cook was being toxic when he brought it up he definitely wasn't he was just as he was he was probably told he couldn't do a stream in a YouTube series, but I don't know what that was or when it happened. Um, but nice thing on someone has to ruin it. But really I, I, see I what legit, happens. Good. See, this is what's happening, and I am still new to PML. But what I see in PML, and you guys can feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. The longer you are around individuals, the longer people are in a group, you run out of shit to talk about. So whereas, <laughs> so whereas things may have been previous years more on the positive side to PML, now when people start to get annoyed with people, you keep hearing the same person's voice, people keep doing the same thing over and over again, it starts to become annoying to individuals because the group has been to the core group has been together for so long so what happens mm -hmm. is you see all this toxic toxic stuff that's starting to just kind of fester in pml to where it's not as entertaining as it was when individuals start now again you guys can feel free to correct me if i'm wrong i'm still new in pml but what i see is a bunch of people who've been <laughs> around each other for a few Time out, Boy, FA. Real, real quick, uh, I don't know if you saw. He's, JT said you have five seasons, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm still new in PML." <laughs> Welcome to PML, Z said. Uh, but you can continue. No, when I say five yeah. seasons, I mean no five seasons. I mean I, like cycles. Like you guys, PML has been running for a few years. Yeah, is what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. So I, you guys have known each other. You guys have uh, known each other for for some time now yeah. where the people have come and gone and whatever the case may be so personalities people pretty much know personalities and some people's personalities get on each other's nerves some don't and so now after a while you just run out of positive things to say and then so now it's the nitpicking that seems to 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 have started a little bit but what i'm saying is you know pml should try to get away from that as you know quick as possible and understand that this is entertainment. This is an escape for reality for most people. And it's fun. I know the drama is fun to have fun, to, to talk shit, whatever the case may be. But there has to be a there has to be a balance. And I think the I think the balance is going more towards um, um maybe a little bit negativity than more positive. Hey bro, when yeah. I tell people to have fun, I get yelled at, so yeah, exactly. Especially, <laughs> and it has to do with content points. We so you know what, y'all, y'all just be toxic as y'all want. You know what I mean? Right? Nah, but you, I, 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 you messing with content I mean, I points, get, you can't have fun. I get what you're saying to a point. Like, just I don't know. Like, I guess at some point you just want to do stuff. I do stuff just to stir the pot. Like the whole ball hog thing, which I told y'all, obviously, especially never behind the scenes. I really gave no fucks. I'm just trying to. <laughs> I just want anarchy to ha take place in chat. So, I mean, I guess I get that point, man. Sometimes it's fun. Yeah, no, sometimes, sometimes fun. Like, like, <laughs> like Z, like Z said, like last year, no, I, I made no bones about it. No, I didn't fully commit and invest into PML, but now I do. I'm uh, a lot more active in PML, and I'm just saying, I'm just going from what I see. 
is that yeah. I think it's getting kind of nitpicky. I'm not saying it's a negative. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but yeah, mm-hmm. it kind of gets a little, it gets kind of nitpicky. And that, but that's natural from people being around each other and talking to each other on a daily basis. You know what I mean? Like when you talk to somebody on a daily basis, it's not going to always be positive. And then when you have 32 grown men trying to voice their opinion and it can start sliding downhill fast. And that's why you see a lot of this, you know, uh, right. of what's going on. And I'd like to see PML get to more of the, you know, the fun, you know, you know, even, even at the start of this cycle, you know, people were being more encouraging, you know, like even when King K first came in, people were like, no, bro, just keep doing your thing. You'll, you'll get better. And da, da, da. Then that went South real quick. You know what I mean? Like, you know, things, you know, things, you know, start to go South real quick. And once things go South, it's hard just in human nature in itself to kind of say, all right, wait a minute, let's not keep sliding down this this blade right here. Let's bring PML back to what it is, a great league that it's always been. And PML is a great league. Um, but like we were just talking about, like, you know, enough, like you just said, with, you know, some of the things and some of the nitpicking and all that stuff. I think that's just what comes to the territory. And I think people, you have to catch that because subconsciously it could just be something that, all right, here it is. This is what we're doing in PML today. So that that's just right. my take on it. And, you know, I, uh, I'm open to anybody disagreeing. That's just my opinion on it. Well, you're 100 percent like, wrong. No, I'm joking. Uh, I'm just well, messing with you. <laughs> but, like, wait, so, like it goes south, and like I guess use King K as a perfect example. Like it it doesn't just go south for no reason. And I think everyone knows why everyone stopped encouraging King K and everything <laughs> just the way he is and how he treats other people in the league and how really cares to really interact with that but when he was like like jt said like that albert said the other day he was doing well he's doing content and everything and then like he got mad because we pointed out joe mixon loses his, his x factor whoa we we sir we. no you were that was the day you had covid um i'm talking about the guys that were in there but, they, know who they, but it's like they, they they pointed out in in a, a, a small group yes, you pointed scared. out in a in a big chat Yes, they were scared to say something. I'm not that person. We all know. Oh, dropping heat, pussies. So it's like, but even it comes before. It's just like the smallest things. It's like you can't, you can't react like that, or you're not going to have the league on your side. I've had multiple people tell me they're they're ready for that dude to go, and I'm just I'm just sitting there like, why are you telling me? Go go talk to the guy upstairs. I don't I don't know what to tell you. I think people just need to chill out and have fun, bro. I feel like it gets uh very very like. To a un to me personally, like an unhealthy competitiveness at times, where like it's like great, like people would do almost anything to win, and I just I think that gets too far. But in terms of like just enjoying, it, like bro, like it is what it is. Like kind of what have to say, it's entertainment, like entertainment, right? It's a video game, whatever yeah. the case may be. Like nobody needs to be taking personal shots. Nobody needs to be you know going at each other over a video game, bro. If you, you bro, be 0 and 17, it don't make you less of a man or it don't affect your personal life and vice versa. You should be 17, no, and it shouldn't make you more, you know what I mean? Or like do anything to your personal life. So um, I just think over time, I think people get invested. And obviously when you're super invested, you know, you could uh, start flipping a little bit more easier than others. And then everybody has the objectives. Like what we talked about before, like in the off season, everybody has, you know, that mindset like what can i do to benefit me in this league you know what i mean so mm-hmm. um i think it kind of gets there i mean and then just going all the way back to what you were talking about earlier you know with the drama situation 
which I was like, I have no issues, obviously, with like anybody saying like, yeah, I laugh at and joke too. People call people suck, they're trash, or whatever. Um, I just didn't like, you know, the y'all don't care comments. You know what I mean? When you know you guys obviously put in a lot of time, and I feel like everybody has different roles. You know what I'm saying? To to the league, so. Just because you're not winning games doesn't mean you don't care, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Especially, you know, not a work y'all do for the league. You know what I mean? I just thought that was kind of disrespectful. So just bring them back full circle to that. That's kind of my, my stance. But, like, I really enjoy PML. And I told you, like, with the other leagues I'm in, like, the games is cool, but I really don't give a – like, I told you, like, I'm more of an offline guy. Like, I just enjoy playing offline more than I enjoy really playing PML games. But the the thing that makes PML so cool to me is the you know the 32 people or 35 30, whatever it is with the coaching carousel like it is being around everybody and talking to everybody and like that's what makes PML different and fun to me you know what I mean so um, I just hope it don't get too too toxic at times but um, I like and the, that's, you know, and that's the thing when you have when you have a situation where you know people are scattered all over the country and Madden and PML is the only thing you have to compete about, then yeah, it's going to get toxic and it's going to get competitive, which it should be. It's a video game. Everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to come in and show that they can play this game you know, at a certain level and do everything it takes to uh, be uh, a coach in PML, especially with the coaching carousel out there looming. Everybody wants to, you know, that coaching carousel really makes you buck up and say, okay, like, I did, no, this is me. I'm standing alone. I'm doing my thing. And PML, but uh, there are there are times now where I think it gets away from more of you know the positive, and and then also it's very you can't tell tone through text, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you may read something that someone's saying, and they may very well be joking about it, but then when one person says it, and then somebody else jumps on, and there's nothing you can do other than type something back and. <laughs> really that that never really solves the issue you know what i mean so you know it's just you know some of those things you know I, i'd like to see uh pml get back to when i became invested in pml at the start of this cycle i was like oh shit pml's cool as hell now i'm just like all right pml's kind of like all right, it's a little toxic at times like it's all right. like you just kind of want to just turn your phone over a little bit because it's just it's just sometimes it's nonstop and it's 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 kind of a pile on, and which is fine, which is warranted, which is going to happen, but it doesn't stop. I remember specifically one point. I, I don't remember what was going on. I remember specifically one point there was something toxic going on, and JT put something in there that just completely changed the subject. And I, I think I put or someone put like, "Hey, way to change the subject, JT," and he was like, "Yep," because he saw it going down that road. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, we need more of that to when you see it going down that road, like, all right, back off the pedal, man. Like, you know, you know, PML is active enough. We don't need the melodrama, you know, come off of it. You know, everybody's competitive. Everybody's, you know, a worthy coach in this league. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't take anybody in PML lightly any any day of the week. It is what it is. No, I, I agree. I feel you. I think uh, it can get toxic. Um, at times, for sure, like too, too much. Other times, I think it's still kind of play. Like you also understand, it's kind of like the culture. Like everybody's gonna get at everybody, whatever. Um, but I do think you know sometimes it could go a little, a little far. Um, obviously, well, like, depending on before, who it is and things like that. Most of us has been here for three and a half years. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like I can I can sit there and mean I can beef with JT or Neff, but in ten minutes we're gonna be fine. The other mm-hmm. day, um, I think me and A Rod to that point. Like the other day, you know, I was I was fucking with him and Chad, and then you know, ten minutes later we're joking around. I think a lot of people that come in don't really you know, they don't have. I mean, uh, after a while, everybody doesn't have those relationships. Everybody doesn't right. have those relationships, right? You know, what I'm saying? yeah, like, like, it has to be like the guys from last year or this year. Like they don't, they don't have that, so they kind of see it as you know. Toxic. Well, after a while, like PML becomes family, right? Like, like you said, we talk to each other so much. You know what I mean? Like it's just like a a brother relationship. Like you and your brothers want to go at it. You know what I mean? And then be fine. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> be fine. Like right after y'all go at it. So, um, I think that could take place and like you said the relationships if you don't have that or you're just new or you're just getting into it you're not going to have that history of you know what i mean like this is kind of what happens or you know we, we we know we'll squash it at the end of the day you know what i mean so um because everybody knows you could talk you could talk to family a certain way but you can't just talk to a regular person on the street a certain way you know what i mean so i think that also uh elevates a lot of the tensions as well you know what i mean with I mean, that, in the last the in the door, last yeah. four years, in the last four years, there's really only been one, two, three, four, like five people I can remember off the top of my head that truly get like personal when they get toxic and like argue with people. Um, and I'm pretty sure four of those five people aren't even here anymore. So, yeah, and it's it might soon be five out of five, depending on how it goes. Um, but, you know, when it comes to being toxic, it, it's all how, you know, people interact with the, you know, toxic people in here. Uh, like you were saying, not everybody's gonna, uh, I think Hefe made that point. Not everybody's gonna react the same way. So, you know, that's what happens when you bring in new, new people into the league and, you know, we were talking about the whole situation with drama and Cook, and they've been in the league, so uh, it's nothing really toxic. I don't, I don't think. You know, Cook had a legit question because I'm sure Cook was told that he can't do both, so I didn't count it as toxic. I was just defending why I do both, and I made sure they were different because I didn't want you know that issue. Oh, you you double dipping. Um, so that was just that point there. Uh, and as far as drama, you You're trying to you, protect your integrity. I'm protecting <laughs> my integrity. Uh, as far as drama, uh, Deloitte pretty much hit the nail on the head. Like, you could say whatever you want. You suck, blah, blah, blah. You're never going to get good. I don't care. Uh, don't don't question, you know, people, you know, people's dedication to the league or, you know, that they don't take the league serious. Like, that. that's a little too much, bro. That's a little too much. When you're sleeping just, during the draft and then trade a, a wide receiver for three draft picks for a draft that you're gonna sleep during. I mean, and it's not um, even just I'm here. just not a I'm not a fan in general of people kind of calling for people to be removed and things like that. Like even last year when we were talking about like, you know, y'all be like, Oh, this, this person that added up like that's not kind of fair. You know what I mean? Like just kind of my stance in general. Like I don't really like, you know, at least in a public setting, you know what I mean? Kind of <laughs> people because you know how narratives run and people will start believing everything and then next thing you know like dude can't catch a break you know what i mean so i just don't like that in general so 
Yeah, I, I think it's when you. I think it's because it's 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 text, it's tone. Somebody may not be having the season they want to have. They may not, you know, they may have lost some games. They, you know, may have lost, and, and you and you feel that because you're competitive. That's why you're in this league. But I think sometimes we got to know when when to possibly. I don't want to say back off, you know, but you just got to know sometimes know when to tone it down because again, you can't tell tone through text. And then well, once this that was happened, on this was on stream, sir. This was not tone through text. This was on no, stream. No, he no, said no, no. I'm just speaking in general. Well, yeah. Oh, man, yeah, yeah. Know, drama, drama, I'm speaking in general. Yeah, drama's drama. Yeah, drama's yeah. going to do something to to always, you know, voice his opinion. And I think for the most part, people, again, this is my opinion. Um, you know, people. You know, people. It, it, it's entertaining when 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 drama comes out and says something. And uh, you know, he's in, he's entitled to his opinion. So he, you know, he said what he said. And then you're entitled to 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 come back and and um, you know have a rebuttal to his opinion. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, all right, where does it go from him? Where does it go mm-hmm. from here? Is it going to keep going down that slippery slope, or y'all going like, all right, cool? You said what you said. I said what I said. Let's keep it moving. You know, or is it going to be just something that continues to go back and forth and, and, and chat? And, that, and that's the thing where we'll find out what happens. <laughs> Neff's going to post that I'm a real deal kill you video. Get personal. <laughs> then I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to uh, put them on thin ice. I, I send that to Deloitte every time he mutes. <laughs> he threatens me all when when <laughs> Neff when Neff and HD get muted. I think once it was like they got muted at the same time by JT, and they both DM me at the exact same time with separate threats about unmuting me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you know, it, like it, 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 you know, because PML is great. Listen, PML is great. I don't think anybody will deny it. PML. Is a fantastic, fantastic. Like a lot of people on the breakfast show, you guys know what I've been going through personally. And I just yeah. talked to you guys this morning. I sh- I closed my league. I closed the. I, sh- I left the other leagues that I was in just because just too much going on. But I kept, you know, I kept PML because PML is a great league. But everything else, I put that aside because PML is great. It'll continue to be great. All the dudes in here are great. Um, you know, some really great people doing great things with their lives and there's some really young cats coming up that are going to do great things with their lives so it's a bunch of great kings in this league and, and that's how we should make sure we keep it and address each other yeah and it's 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 a great league it's going to get even better when jt gets let out and brings out that immersion system all right jt when you get the let out then it's going to be even greater uh <laughs> what did i want to what did i want to touch on do you uh, something about deloitte getting threatened about getting you oh that's right yeah we learned that me and hd learned that from a specific user that if something's not going your way go after the nicest commissioner and uh aggressively <laughs> attack him oh, so <laughs> that's we, we talked about toxicity here we go right. what? <laughs> what? Uh, I, I threatened D-Boy with a with a dick pic <laughs> with a dick pic that's that's I, I that's more me. like that's more like sexual harassment. Yeah, so it was, it was two separate, uh, two separate approaches. I'll say that. <laughs> one, one said, uh, <laughs> you want to discuss who the nicest and meanest commissioner is? Nicest commissioner is no hands down Deloitte. The meanest is probably Q. Q might be Q. Nah, J- JT's not that mean. Q might be the meanest because Q will probably tell you to go fuck yourself. Which one was which? So now we know what you think JT's mean. Maybe D-Wood's a mean one. He's not the mean. the one the whole time, you know? Q, Q, you is, Q is mean. Q don't give a fuck, so he mean. He, he mean in a separate uh, listen, way. Listen, all, all, all the stuff JT puts into this league, he can't be mean. Like, you can't even put him in that category. Because if he was mean, he'd be like, fuck this shit. Y'all getting on my well, goddamn nerves. 
Well, don't forget, Mike. Mike is a commissioner. He told he told Grainer to leave the league. <laughs> yeah, so that's a, you know that's a separate case for me. Um, <laughs> but I think I think the nicest commissioner hands down goes to D Lloyd. And if you ever have a problem with the league and you want to make sure that you get your point across, go in D Lloyd's DMs because <laughs> that's the safest Please place. <laughs> safe place to get get your, your point across uh but anything else you wanted to touch on before we head out just the youth needs nothing good hd good i was gonna say just you <laughs> oh wow um <laughs> oh wow <laughs> i think i think that's all the sec i that's all the sexual aggression that uh king k is showing hd if you go back and read and change the way you read it, nobody's doing that, bro. Nobody's you, you, reading this. If you ever, bro. if you, if you ever, you if you ever bang, uh, King K, get aggressive with HD and just read it sexually, it becomes hilarious because it fits and it's just funny as fuck. Uh, but that's pretty much gonna do it for us today. Everybody have a great day and uh, yeah, yeah uh, we'll catch- breakfast show song. Of oh, the day. breakfast show yeah. song of the day. Yeah. Try to skip out your segment, bro. I forgot about that. Breakfast show song of the day. Here it is. It's the 2021 Mad Skills wrap up. Uh, The end of the era. That's how you finally got it out. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So the wrap up is the breakfast show song of the day. Jumping, jumping out of 2021 and having a rich 2022. So now. it was one. Well, it was one thing I wanted to touch on quickly. I actually just came up to mind because I was looking at the attribute requests and content points. Uh, somebody actually brought up brought up content caps for for uh, I don't know week to week. Do you think it'll ever come down to people get content caps as far as content points? I think that was the wildest idea I have heard ever in PMO. Not as long as it's a content I, league. I, I <laughs> it's a content league. I wouldn't be surprised to see it this off season. At all. As a as as a, a rule suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, if that gets approved, that's wild because this is a content It's like in the first first page of the rule book. Uh, this is a content driven league, sir. Uh get with it or get out. That's pretty much how it goes. Uh but that's pretty much gonna do it for us today. Everybody have a great day and we will see you next time.